Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, what's the gadget? Okay, I've been asked to talk about lifetime uh, communities, and um, I used as a starting point here our expertise in housing for older people, which isn't uh, what everybody considers to be the most sexy subject, but I can, uh, I think, take you through some really exciting ideas uh, that are emerging. So, um, firstly, we'll be going through some of the principles around that and how that's emerging as, a, as a, some new concepts in housing design, moving towards uh, how that translates into new communities and into a, a, an urban context. So, I'll be running through the principles of the Happy Report, uh, looking at new concepts and housing layouts, and, as I say, using examples as I go through. The first thing to say is I'm not the, uh, the expert in PRP around this. My colleague, uh, Roger Battersby, uh, actually sat on the HAPPY panel, which uh, is, is, is an, ac an acronym for Housing and Aging Population uh, Panel for Innovation. And Roger was one of the, uh, form the, 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 the people behind formation of new concepts around this. Uh, which is effectively taking a, a typology that is a challenging typology, uh, that a lot of what we produce is not exactly the place that you would want to end up uh, spending the rest of your life, uh, and looking at cha uh, creating new ways of uh, designing housing for older people. And of course, with the change in demographics, it becomes much more of a big issue. Uh, it has an impact on how we design our homes for the future and how we future-proof our homes. Uh, it looks at uh, uh, how that impacts on mainstream housing. And of course there's a whole pile of us who are getting older and we want something that's a little bit more uh, appropriate for our needs into the future. So it's also about tenure, how tenures uh, 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 impact on this different approaches to uh, uh, housing for older people at different, with different tenures. And the needs of older people range, of course, from when you're mid-50s to your 90s, and of course different needs happen along the way. Uh, effectively, you have active elderly, and then you have people who are older, old, who are much more uh, immobile. Um, and you have, effectively, typologies ranging from your own home right through to continuing care with uh, full-time care. So a different range of needs. Uh, across a, a spectrum. And that spectrum uh, looks a little bit like this. The uh, hexagonals in the middle give you sort of an idea of the range of, uh, of typologies that we're talking about. Firstly, mainstream housing and how uh, uh, lifetime homes uh, comes into play here. Adapting your existing home could be uh, part of that. Uh, the middle band is effectively uh, extra care, and you have different, uh, a different uh, range of products which uh, serve different needs within that. And then, of course, at the upper end, uh, you have uh, full-time care, which uh, is um, effectively uh, uh, nursing homes and residential homes. Um, as I go through, I'll be talking about some of the, the design implications uh, within the HAPPY report. There were ten specific recommendations that came out of the report, which uh, uh, I urge you all to read. It's a, it's a very interesting and eye-opening document, but these are the, some of the core principles around space standards, around um, uh, having more natural lighting, around flexibility, connectivity, adaptability, 
storage, all the, the sort of issues that, um, in fact, you could argue are, are as appropriate to mainstream housing as they are to housing for older people.